page 189 in your books. <clears throat> page 189 and Hebrews chapter 13. 13. <clears throat> We have been talking about the the vitalness of the local church, and because uh, I have had a migraine all day, uh, I am going to be asking people to do the reading tonight because you probably don't want me doing that. So, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, we are about uh, on halfway down on page 189 uh, to. Uh, uh, provide oversight. The uh, it is God's place to nurture Christians, and He uses the church in multiple ways. Last week we talked about to to preach the word, to provide fellowship, and it, <clears throat> you know one of the um, one of the things that I feel is very very important, and and uh, is 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 fellowship. Um, uh, I don't make a big deal over people standing around talking, and you know it's funny people see me standing up here waiting to start, and and they you know and they just keep right on talking. They you know they don't care, <laughs> you know, and, and I don't have a problem with that. You know, I, I honestly I don't have a problem with that, and, and the reason why is because fellowship is important. And and I, I don't think it, it should replace preaching, but I think it is a vital part of what our church needs. So I, I very seldom will say, okay, stop, let's get going here, you know, um, mainly because <clears throat> I, I believe it is so important. Um, uh, another thing, <laughs> hey, who's who's talking here? Uh, <laughs> Oh, they, boy, she's got Bob Train. <laughs> now, if she's like my kids, she would just keep dropping it and watch how many times you. But fellowship, fellowship is an important part of of what God brings us in in the church. Um, how many of you um, say? How do I want to say this? How many of you based or base your relationship with Grace Baptist Church on the fact that it's easy to fellowship here? Right, exactly. Uh, I, I have been in churches. You know, I have. You know, we've been on vacation, and when we were missionaries, different things. Um, we have been in churches that literally, you walk in, sit down, go through the service, preacher says amen, out the door you go, and not one person says boo to you. <laughs> you know, and and that that is not God's plan. For the local church. Um, so anyway, uh, so 
uh, fellowship, and we talked about that last week. So th- th- tonight we're going to start with uh, to provide oversight. Um, does somebody want to read this paragraph and then um, the verse? Somebody else read the verse. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead and read the paragraph there. No, no, you can sit. Just do it loudly. Just do it loudly. To, to provide oversight, Christ is the head of the church, but he has designated the pastor as an under-shepherd who provides spiritual leadership. Your pastor is a gift given to encourage, edify, and equip your life for spiritual growth and fruitfulness. A wise Christian will establish a strong relationship and maintain spiritual accountability with their pastors. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Hebrews, somebody want to read Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Rick? Okay, so the the God has appointed in the New Testament pastors to oversee or or, or as under shepherds uh, of the church. Um, the verse that Rick read, uh, I have. I know, excuse me, I, I, I haven't read, I, I know pastors that abuse that verse. Yes. Uh, um, to give you an example, um, they believe it's their responsibility to tell you how to live your life. <clears throat> and I, I know... I know of a pastor that um, there were two couples in the church. And through whatever circumstances, the wife in one couple quit coming and the husband in the other couple quit coming. And this pastor took it upon himself to advise both of them to divorce their their spouses and then marry each other. And the crazy thing is, they did it. That is not the authority that that the verse that Rick read. That is not the authority, okay? But at the same time, and I, I want to be careful here because I believe, I just believe in my heart that pastors, God gives pastors just a little special insight to things, if that makes sense. And there are times in our lives, and I have done it countless times. I've gone to my pastor. When I'm struggling, I do it now. My pastor is still alive, and I will call him periodically for advice. Why? Because I trust his advice. And I, I'm trying to be really careful here because I, I don't want to lift you, lift myself up, and and because that's not what this is really talking about. But there are times where we need to step out 
of our comfort zones and and reach out to our pastors and allow your pastor to be brutally honest with you. There are times that we need to do that. Rick, did you have a question? Oh, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Any questions about this? Because this is this is, you know, this is part of what what God established, and and it's not it's not me establishing. This is this is God's this is God's church. But is there any questions about this? It's not just that this is God's church, but here he's talking about God's structure for the church. Right, right. Okay. Anybody? Okay, okay. I, I hate making I hate making statements like that, and then and then everybody just staring at me like, ooh, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. All right. We'll go ahead and move on. Uh, somebody want to read the next paragraph? Okay. Go ahead. Okay, Galatians chapter uh, 6, verse 1. Somebody want to read that? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, okay. So how how important is this? Anybody? How 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 important is restoring someone who has fallen into sin? How important is that? <laughs> okay. Now now. One of the one of the struggles is <clears throat> oftentimes we live in the, we live in a world where Christians are supposed to be perfect, are we not? Okay. Now 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 that I say, I use the word supposed to be. Now we're not perfect. How many of you have never fallen? Spiritually fallen. Well, we've all probably physically fallen too, but but you, you understand what I'm saying. Now, when we have messed up, do we not want people to be gracious to us? Exactly. But yet, again, I know people who are are not willing to forgive because that individual hurt my feelings. You don't know what that person said to me. What that person did to me. And because we are supposed to be perfect, 
well, we're supposed to be in the eyes of everybody else. But we want everybody to cut us slack. But we're not always welcome. We're not always willing to cut other people slack. We need to be really, really careful here. <clears throat> Any questions or comments before we move on to the next one? Yes, Rick. No, it's everybody. Everybody. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, it probably means more coming from a non-pastor than from a pastor. Anybody else? Okay. Uh, Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes. Right. That's right, because pride pride will consume us, will it not? Uh, <clears throat> uh, pride pride is 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 a horrible thing, and God hates pride, and it is pride that will keep us from forgiving. Anybody else? Okay, who wants to read the next paragraph? Okay. To disciple new believers. Through the services, Bible classes, and discipleship program in the church, Christians are taught how to live for Christ and serve Him on a day to day basis. Okay. Ephesians chapter 4. Who wants to read that? <clears throat> Brian? 4 what? 11 and 12. Okay. This is this is this is important because <clears throat> um, often churches get so consumed with programs and Bible studies and this thing and that thing that they forget to teach young believers, the truths of Scripture. Uh, I said this before, I'll say it again. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, when I first got saved, nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, one one person, uh, a a very dear friend of mine, uh, helped me a little bit. 
learn some of the basics of Christianity because I knew nothing. And had it not been for this individual, uh, I, I don't honestly, I don't, I don't think I would have survived my Christian life, if that makes sense. I probably would have just dropped out of church because when I got saved, it was like drinking water out of a, out of a, a fire hose. I mean, it was just so much. I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't. And I was getting discouraged. And this friend of mine helped me um, with it. <clears throat> but how do we teach Christians to serve him on a daily basis? I'm sorry? No, no, not not in the not in the biblical sense of a prophet. Okay, what we have in the in the New Testament is pastors and teachers. Okay, um, but uh, yes, ma'am. Oh, oh, absolutely not. Oh, God speaks to my heart all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, no. But we just don't have prophets like they, they would have had in the Old Testament. Yeah, right, right. Did you have your hand up? There you go. There you go. There you go. One of the one of the reasons <clears throat> that I I felt so impressed to do this study on Sunday night, and we started it over a year ago. Uh, right, yeah, right right out a year ago we started this, and we're we've got a, a good ways yet to go. But why do you think I I one of the one of the reasons I I felt it was so important to do this? Anybody? Yeah, to start to do this and do it in the style we're doing it now. Instead of, because the last time we did it, we did we did every chapter every week and it was just bang, 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 bang. And and so we, we you know, like I said, we've been doing this for a year now and we're still a good ways yet to go. Why do you think we're doing it this way? Okay, exactly, because I, I, I was not, um, my desire was not to give everybody a bunch of information so you walk away going, oh, well, that was really good. My hope and my prayer is that we as a church will start to live these things, and then as new believers come into our, our congregation, I can then say, hey, Rick, could you disciple this individual? Can you spend time on a on a weekly basis with this individual and and teach them how to live this, this these principles? Because 
That's how, that's how people learn, is it not? I mean, you can give them a book and say, here, read this. And most people, if they read it, what will they do? Exactly. Rick? There you go. There you go. <clears throat> so the best, the best method to teaching the principles. And what would Paul do? Paul would go into a, into a city and he would, he would spend day after day after day showing these people and teaching them and teaching them as much as he could because he knew his time would be limited. And then he was constantly writing letters to them, encouraging them to, to stick, stick with it. <clears throat> Anything else before we move on to the next subject? Okay, <clears throat> who wants to read the, the next paragraph? Rick? Well, read the paragraph. Somebody want to read the paragraph first. Okay, Candy, you read the paragraph. Rick will read the verse. Amen. Okay. Rick? Okay. So the idea here is then to develop mature believers. Is that not the point? Exactly. One of, the, one of the problems that American Christianity is facing today, and if you, if you start into the statistics and all the stuff that I, that I try to get into as much as I can, one of the problems in American Christianity today is that churches have been producing Christians, that are, or let me, let me rephrase that, they have been producing believers in Christ, but they have not been producing mature believers. So what happens is there's a huge turnover in church population, if that makes sense. I'm sorry? Yes, believers with fire insurance. <laughs> okay, they're, they're going to heaven when they die, but they never matured in their Christian walk. So what happens to someone who has been saved and is, has been going to church for a year or two and a major event happens in their life? They fall apart. They don't. They don't understand that that God that God is working in their lives. There's no. There's right. So the part of the purpose of the local church is to not only bring people in, get them saved, 
but then to get them mature so that as the events of life happen, which it happens to all of us, that um, they are able to endure those times and they can actually grow through those times. <clears throat> you know, when, you know, we've, we've been married for 40 years and, you know, the, the, the first three or four years of our marriage were quite a learning curve. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, you know, that, you know, we were in a huge, this huge learning curve and had it not been commitment on both of our parts, we wouldn't have made it. I mean, there were some times where, and I'm just being honest, there were some times where it's, it's the grace of God that kept us together those first few years. Because we had external things going on in our, anyway, I don't want to get into it, but anyway, um, there were some external things trying to pull us apart. Well, and everybody's got expectations that Right, right. So, getting that foundation. <clears throat> Any questions before we move on? Okay. Um, next, who wants to read the next paragraph? Candy? Okay. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 21. Okay, now what does it mean, and we talk about this, but what does it mean to bring glory to God? Okay, to give God the credit, okay, but what does that mean? Okay, 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 all right. Right. I had a conversation with somebody uh, in the last week or so, and and it was centered around something that God did in in in, in his life, and he brought up a good question: Where does giving praise to God not become bragging on me? Okay, where, where, where is the line on that? Anybody? Because this, this is a good question. When he, he asked me that, I was like, wow, that's a really good question. Because can we not, can we not um, make a testimony? Because we give testimonies here on Sunday night. Uh, can we not make testimonies about us? Asking, letting them know they needed money, or a bragamony. A bragamony, yes. Yeah. yeah, where everything is, oh, look what I did, and blah, 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 blah. But God said he helped me do that. Yeah. So, so honestly now, where, where do we cross the line? You answer the question. I, I believe I know where it's at, but you tell me. Okay, Brian, you just nailed it. I think it's in your heart. 
Uh, absolutely. There, there you go. There, there you go. That, 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 that's it. And that's, that's, that, that is a hundred percent of it right there. What, number one, what is your motivation? Is it to lift up Christ or lift up self? Yes, ma'am. There you go. What, one of the things that I try and do, I, I, I am not always successful in this, but one of the things that I try and do is, uh, you know, when, when uh, after I preach a message, somebody, like, like you said this morning, hey, great message, I love, I love Joseph, or something to that effect. My response, I try and always say, well, praise God. Because, because it, it's not about me. I, I've tried to. I, I've not always been successful, but I've tried to always, when somebody tries to to put the praise on me, I try to deflect it back to God. And 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 it, it is a hard thing. It, it is absolutely a hard thing. Because everybody wants to pat on the back, and it's hard to know when you choose to Okay. Anybody else before we move on? Right. Right. Good question. You know, one of the things I don't know if you pay attention to, but uh, often, sometimes in the song service, I, I will lift my hand and 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 try to just give praise to the Lord. Sometimes I, I get a little. What's the word? No, not emotional. But can let me ask you this. I, I I didn't do that for years because I didn't want people to to stare at me. I I, I became very self conscious about it. But I got to the point in my life. But you know what? I'm going to praise God. The Bible says to lift your hands. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. There you go. There you go. You know, now, now let, let's kind of flip the coin over. Can we get to the point where, oh, look at me, look at me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So if I, if I start doing this, you know, um, it's not about. <laughs> now, now those of you, those of you that went to the men's conference in Sacramento, did you notice that our church, the men in our church, were the only ones that did that? I watched the song, that one song that was posted on Facebook, and I told him, I said, our men were the only ones that did. And he, yeah. Yeah. I know. While I was there, I noticed. Were there? Okay. Well, I, I those the, the, from what I recognize, I. I can't I can't say for everybody, but by far the majority of the men 
didn't do that. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing right with it. But I, I just got to the point in my life, you know what, if I'm going to, I want to praise the Lord, I want to, well, but I don't want to make a spectacle of myself at the okay, same time. So Exactly. Amen. Amen. Yes, Candy. It's beyond me to, to accuse anybody, but I, I, I'm just saying that. The whole service should be a worshipful attitude, that it should right. be a reverence. The, the only. The Bible talks about reverence. The, 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 where a lot of that gets away. Glory to God is something that we, I, I don't. And I've studied it before, and I still don't understand it. I'm just saying. Because we can give glory to God in a lot of ways. We can give glory to God by not lifting our hands and just keeping them down and just, and to, you know, and then, but we can, yeah, huh? There you go. You know, it, it's not about what we do on the outside. But then there are times that I, I feel that I need to do that. I just, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know. <clears throat> you know, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna go dancing down the street. Uh, but uh, any anybody else before we move on, because this is a this is an important important subject because, you know, um, one of the things that Baptist churches from probably the 70s through the 90s, for about 30 years, <clears throat> they were fearful of getting too, quote-unquote, crazy, emotional. emotional. There you go. That that would be, yeah, that you know. And then and then and then it was you know it was like oh we don't want to go down that road. But you know what? We are told to to give God praise, and we need to. And we and we can all do it in a different way, but we all need to. Okay. Now we're talking about the church here in this chapter. Right. But whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Our whole life, everything we do, right, should bring glory. And and that's one of the reasons why we try to here at the church, we try to everything we do here at Grace Baptist Church. Give praise to God. Everything. Um, the super movie nights, you know, we picked, I, I picked those movies very, very carefully, uh, trying to uh, find movies that would be edifying to the body of Christ. Um, in fact, I, I, I think I know the movie. My wife isn't too kicked up about it. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a, it's a really, really good movie. Um, but you know, it's it's about it's about us as a body 
glorifying God, giving praise and glory to Him. So, anybody else before we move on? Okay, um, next next uh, paragraph. Somebody want to read that? All of this and more is God's provision for your growth, and it takes place through the local church. No wonder Scripture instructs us not to forsake the assembly of ourselves at church. Okay, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. That's the verse. <clears throat> I even did that with a headache. That's pretty good. So, the church is one of the most vital parts of the Christian life. Why? Because all of these elements and what Lawrence just read and so much more should be a part of our our walk with God. It should be the thing that pulls us together. Church is vital. So, okay, so there are three blanks here in our application. Uh, We'll we'll go through these very quickly here. Uh, Decide to be faithful to your church attendance. Um, uh, I I cannot overemphasize the the word faithful here. Um, Why is it, why is, why is it so important we be faithful to church? Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so, so number one, you need it for yourself. Exactly. So, so, so number one, you need it for yourself. Number two, we need it as a group, right? What else? Okay, we, we, we're here to encourage each other, Brian. An example for others out in the world, too. Exactly, absolutely. Yep. You know, that happened to me. I, I, I year, this is years ago when, when uh, I, I woke up sick. I mean, I would just, you know how sometimes you just wake up sick? And uh, so I, I sent Melanie and the kids to church, and I went back to bed, and, and I woke up a little while later, and I felt, I felt okay. So I thought, you know, I'm going to go cut the grass. I'm home alone, you know. So I went out and cut the grass, and my neighbor across the street, who was a, a Jehovah's Witness, yeah. He's like, what are you doing home? I'm like, whoa, I'm never doing that again. If I'm, if I'm sick, I'm staying in. You know, but but yeah, they, they're watching. They're watching. Absolutely. Any any Anything else? Why is it so important we're faithful? We're, we're missing an important factor here. Well, you know, he, he kind of touched on it because people are watching, but more specifically, who's watching? Well, God is. <laughs> okay, yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, uh, but who's watching? 
But you, for, for you parents, who else is watching? Your, your kids are watching. Right. If, if, it's, if it's important, you'll make it important. Okay. I mentioned this Wednesday night when we were talking about morning. Past the pastor, pastor's family, leadership of the church, when somebody is not there, consistently not there, or even misses a week, we wonder where you are. We grieve, especially when we see it's a habit. We grieve or mourn over that because we we know what that trajectory means. Right. Okay. And so that is a burden that leadership sees in a church. And so the faithfulness builds faithfulness. Right. Okay. I have a question for you. Just out of curiosity, do not raise your hand because he might be watching. <clears throat> okay. How many of you have noticed that Brandon has not been here for the last couple of weeks? Okay. I said, don't raise your hand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My my question is, other than myself, who reached out to him to see where he was? Okay. Two. Two people. You could have called me. I would have given it to you. Okay. No, I'm just. I'm not. I'm not getting on anybody. But I'm. I'm using that as an example because I can do that because he's branded. Okay. Um, Okay, how many of you know that he had COVID? Okay, that, that's what I'm saying. You know, we, we, need, we need to see, because if it is all dependent on me, people are going to fall through the cracks. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I, last I heard, anyway. Um, but, but, but the point is, we as a body need to be watching for we as a body. And I was going to mention at the announcement time, so Wednesday night, Jenny Harris mentioned she was having surgery that just came up on Friday, and that's why she's not here today. Right. So if you want her address to send her a card, she had a pacemaker put in place. So that's why she was not here today. She got out yesterday. Yeah. So if you want her address, because that's what we're supposed to do. That's right. Okay, uh, next next blank here. Uh, decide to be accountable to leadership. Um, does, 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 does this mean that you have to check in with me or, or whoever every time you blow your nose? No, that's, that's not what it's talking about, Please okay? Don't. Please don't, yeah. <laughs> I, if I want to know when you blow your nose, I can look on Facebook and see it, okay? <laughs> People like that drive me nuts. Um, um, but accountability is a is a huge is a huge thing. It's 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 huge. Why why is it so huge? Exactly. I, I had a very dear friend of mine. I, I consider him still a dear friend of mine. I've not talked to him in many years, but he 
he's still a good friend, had gone through a very difficult event in his life. He had, he had uh, well, I don't want to get into details, but anyway, he just went through something very hard. And, and uh, he asked me to be an accountability person for him. And I had seen him in church for, you know, a, a good bit. And, but um, when the, you know how when you talk to someone, you just feel like something's not right? That just, just something wasn't right. So I, I had seen him in church, but I just I, I felt like something wasn't right. And then I saw him again a Sunday night in church, and just something, you know, I just it just was. So <clears throat> Sunday night we went home from church that Sunday night, and I dropped the family off, and then I went to his house. I just knocked on his door. I said, "Okay, what's going on?" You know, you asked me to do this. That I'm here. What what's going on? You know, that's that's what accountability partners do. And come to find out, it had nothing to do with, <laughs> but but the fact that I was there for him just meant a lot. And that's what that's what we need. We need accountability in our lives. I had somebody who has been coming to the church and not very long, but they asked me. They say who. They just came right up and asked me, "Who, who, who are you? Who are your accountability people?" I said, "You want their phone numbers? I have about six. I'll give them to you. You can call them, talk to them. I have." Aside from your wife. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside from my wife, but I, I have I have about five or six people. I, I've I, you know I'd have to count them, um, but I have about five or six people that she has on speed dial. That when I'm having a bad day, I can almost always count on her throwing me under the bus and getting a phone call from one of these people saying, hey, Rick, what's going on? We need that. Candy? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I asked him, can I send your prayer guy a text? And he said, yes, go ahead. So I don't have that group on my phone, so that's why I... Yeah. But this this next blank here, I want to cover this very quickly and we'll be done. Um, decide to be committed in, in your involvement. Decide to be committed to your involvement. Uh I, I cannot overemphasize the importance of being committed to your involvement. It, it is it is so important, so important. Because honestly, if you're not committed to your involvement, the first two of these applications really are mute points. So, any questions before we close in prayer? No. Okay, I do want I do want to do this, Bob. Did we did you pass those out yet? Okay, we have more because uh, we ran out last week. We have more of the um, um, spiritual, gifts spiritual gifts test. So I want you to take them. Uh, take take your test this week, um, Candy. Yes, take your test this week. Um, 
and we will be talking about it next week. When we start next Sunday night, uh, we're going to be talking about these tests and so on and so forth. So if you need one, raise your hand, and Bob will get it for you. Over here. Over here. We need a few over here. Well, it, it, you know, the the I had I have never actually taken a spiritual uh, gifts test. I've I've studied the spiritual gifts and I've always understood them, and I felt like I I knew what. But anyway, this was the first one I've ever physically taken, and uh, I was a little surprised by the results. So, I will I will tell you this. Anybody want to look at it? You can. My lowest score is 25, and my highest score is 32. So what does that say? I'm just I'm pretty consistent across. But my lowest is my lowest, and that's administration. I, I, that's the weak, my weakest point is 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 administration. Um, and then my highest, well, come back next week, I'll tell you. I'm sorry? Can you what? I can't hear you. Oh, guesses. Yeah, you can guess. Go ahead. It is. Giving is my high, was my highest score, 32. Yes. Okay, all right, Um, let's pray and then we'll be dismissed. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love and for all that you've allowed us to accomplish tonight. Uh, The challenges, the the thought-provoking discussion. And Lord, I just ask that you would guide and direct in our lives. Lord, help us as we look at this spiritual gifts um, uh, test next week. Uh, Help us, dear God, to identify some things in our lives that... Um, uh, will help us grow in our walk with you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.